For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Financial Podcast. I'm Barbara Gingy, your host and also a CFP. And hopefully by now, because I, I say it every time, a CFP stands for a Certified Financial Planner. And we are here today with our guest, Hannah. Did I get it right? Yeah. Okay, good. And now tell me a little bit about yourself, where you live, what you do, and uh, what you make. Sure. Um, and this is the judgment-free zone. <laughs> okay, good. I'm kind of nervous at the moment. Everyone's always a little nervous. And also, I might I want to bring up, so we're doing a bunch of podcasting today, so my last guest, though we don't always uh, publish them in the order that they're recorded, was super freaked out the night before a podcast with having to do her budget, and they kept <laughs> texting me about the budget. They might say, oh, you had a little bit of that, right, when you have to go through it. Yeah, I sat down this morning and wrote all mine out, and I was like, oh, Gosh, am I an adult? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, the last, one of our podcast guys, when I was chatting with her before, you know, when we meet and bring her up to the room and everything, she's like, yeah, I couldn't figure out where all my money was going. And then when I sat down, I was like, oh, Lord, it's all going to restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, New York will do that to you. Um, so that's where I am. Uh, I live in Brooklyn. Okay. Uh, I am an in-house lawyer, and I make 142 k a year. That's fantastic. Now, how old are you? I'm 29, almost 30. Okay. And single, married, what's your situation? Uh, I'm living with my boyfriend. Um, we just moved in like two or three months ago. Oh, congrats. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I love that we thought we'd be saving money and that yeah. has not happened. Okay, so let me, let, let, well, all right, we'll get through the details, but we're going to come back to are you saving money by living together? And also a question that we get all the time is how do you divvy up your finances? Sure. Do you want me to talk about that now? Or? Well, let's go. Maybe we should go over okay. like the basics first. Okay. So you make 142 mm-hmm. as your, your salary, and that's your gross annual. And then you live in Brooklyn. So let's go over savings and debt maybe first, and then we'll talk about the, how you did the whole moving. Sure. You have it all prepared? I'm pulling out my notes here. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> uh, okay. So I get paid every or twice a month. Okay. And so the 1st and the 15th. Or something, or 15th uh, and 30th. No, it's really weird. It's like the no later than the 7th and then no later than the 22nd. Oh, really? So that annoying. is so odd. Yeah, so trying to like work out bills and stuff is difficult. Because like, they like <laughs> to, to use it. Yeah, exactly. They like, <laughs> like to get paid like the first of the month. Okay, but it's definitely, it's not 26 pay periods, it's 24. So it's yeah. not every oh, two weeks. Yeah, only okay. twice a month. Okay. Uh, and so I take home in that each paycheck is about 3450 Okay. Um, I have health insurance rework, so I pay towards that. Uh, I also do a, like a commuter account Perfect. Thing you do my account. pre-tax for your... Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, I have an FSA, same thing. Yep, to help with the health health yep. benefits. Okay. And I have a 401k that I contribute to and Ooh. my job matches as well, which is I love that. Nice. Free money. Yeah. So how much are you putting in there? Um, only 4% because the match is 4%. Okay, so you do 4 and the company does 4 Yep. And how long have you been with your company? Uh, I've been there uh, almost two and a half years. 
Okay, so you've been there a while. Do you know how long you have to stay to keep all the free money? I was listening to one of your podcasts earlier, and I was okay. like, I didn't know about that. So I looked it up, and it just automatically, like, instantly vests. Instantly vests, so, so once yeah. you participate. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah, okay. yeah. I was like, oh, phew, okay. <laughs> You're like, off the hook on that one. <laughs> okay, so it automatically vests. And for the listeners, that means when a company gives you free money, you have to sometimes stay a certain number of years in order to keep the money. So some companies are very generous, like Canis Company, where – once you put the money in and they match it, you get to keep their their match. And other companies, sometimes you have to wait up to five years. So, so if you leave before, yeah. Wow. And it, it's graduated, so it's like 20% each year. So at year five, you're 100% vested, wow. meaning 100% keeping all the money. If right. the change jobs, I'm going to have to remember to ask about that. You definitely like, want to remember. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a question when you get like, what are the benefits and how does this work? Because you, if you have a really good match and you leave early, you could leave 50%, 60% of it on the table. Yeah, wow. Yeah, no, kind of bummer. <laughs> okay, good. So it looks like you're taking care of all of your benefits. Yeah. All right. And then do you have any debt? Do you have, like, credit cards and loans, anything like that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sad face. Uh, sad face. So I have I have about, like, two, two and a half thousand on a credit card that I just, like, can't get rid of. Okay. I mean, that sounds really stupid. Uh, it just well, that's why we're like chatting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I... Also, when my boyfriend and I moved in together, we did the whole, like, Wayfair interest-free credit card thing. Okay. Um, so we've been paying that off, and we've got about, together, about 1200 left on that, so about 600 each, but we have until, like, the end of the year to pay that off, so I'm not really worried about that one. Okay, but, and then the other one is the one that you can't seem to kill. Yeah, I just, like, I don't know. It's living on and on and on. I guess I, I could if I wanted to, but I like the idea of, like, having some cash. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then, so the big one I have is uh, student debt, because okay. I didn't go to university in the States. Mine's a little bit different. So I have about 66000 debt. Okay. It doesn't have interest on it, but it is subject to inflation. I kind of like this, that your country doesn't charge interest. Yeah. It's sweet. So it's, it, which makes it hard to, you know, really be incentivized to pay it off. <laughs> So, so it's not I'm really growing. Not really. Because it has the inflation marker moved it up a little bit? Yeah, I think it's like 1.5% a year or something like that. I could be wrong. I could have made that up. Oh my God, I feel like, like if we disclosed what your country was, like there would be like a flock of people <laughs> being like, I want your student loan. I feel like there's enough people trying to get out of this country at the moment. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so all, no interest and then inflation on that. Yeah. So do you make any payments on it? Yeah. So what I did is I took out an interest-free credit card over here and put, um, I think it was maybe like 8000 on it. That was the first payment I'd made on it since okay. graduating from law school. Okay. Uh, and so on that credit card, which I still have like kind of calculated how long I need to pay it off to get the interest-free stuff still. So I have about 4300 left on that. On that credit card. But, yeah. So, so that's like, different than the Wayfair and then the first, the... Yeah. Okay. So I, but I'm, I'm kind of treating that as like the way that I'm paying off, off the student loan because you made a whole one-time payment of eight thousand. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Okay. And so the plan is then once I've paid that off and I make another payment, I'll get and hopefully another interest-free credit card. <laughs> and then do it again. Yeah, that, that's the plan. <laughs> okay, I have another idea for you. Yeah, which we're gonna go. Yeah, we're okay. gonna go over. Great. Um, okay, so and how much you have left on that card for? So that one's about forty-three hundred. And no interest, right? No interest. Perfect. Uh, and then there's just like a marginal amount on the credit card that my boyfriend and I have together. Okay. Is that in joint name? 
uh, it's in mining, but he's added as an authorized user because I was looking into the joint thing and there's just like really none out there at the moment. Okay. So, so he's an all using, it was based on your credit and then he's an authorized user. Yeah. Okay. And how much is on that one? Um, that between the two of us is about like 800 or something. But again, we just like could pay it off. It. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then how are you doing with savings? So savings I have, don't laugh at me, I have. Oh. <laughs> it's a judgment-free, <laughs> really accurate, this is a circle, trust, judgment-free job. <laughs> so I have about 3500 in savings. Okay. And then I also have about $1,000, have you heard of Acorns? Yes, I've heard of all the and So like, I've got about $1,000 in Acorns that I'm trying not to touch. Okay. I don't know if that's a good idea or not. And then what about, I mean, you have money in your 401k. And my 401k is up to about 20000 Awesome. Do you have any former lingering 401ks? Like other jobs you said you've been there? Oh, uh, no, no. No, okay. This is your first one you're participating in? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. All right, so let's go. We're going to go back to, so we know where you are. So we have a couple of credit cards we'd like to kill. I like the idea of what you're doing with the student loans, but I think we can probably do something a little better. Cool. Yeah. Um, so we're not using the credit card funds? Okay. <laughs> okay. Just in case, because I could like maybe we could run into an issue with that. You know, if you, like, go beyond the... Is it 12 months or 18? Uh, I think it's 18. Oh, yeah. okay, good. That's good. It's not a bad idea. and it, It's a good idea, but we could probably figure out another way, another alternative to that as well. Okay. All right, so let's go to... Did you, like, look at your spending and see where your money's going? No, and I feel like that's just the question that I ask all myself, myself all the time. I'm like... <laughs> all right, so let's go. Okay, so you moved in with your boyfriend and you thought maybe you would save some money. Oh, wait, I forgot to mention. Okay. Um, so I also just started the lease on a car. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, and that's actually, like, kind of fine. That's about 400 a month. Okay. But I'm getting really screwed over by the insurance because I'm not a U.S. citizen. Oh. And I have never had car insurance in this country before. So it's really high. It's really high. So I hope after a year I can either ditch that company or go back to them and be like, you need to do something. Or What's I the car insurance coming a month? Like over 500. Whoa. Yeah. Wait, and I have a question. Yeah. So with in BF, can it be in his, can it be technically his car? Oh, he doesn't drive though. So wouldn't they look into that? I'm not going no. to say anything. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I will also dig into that then. He has a driver's license and is he a citizen? does not have a driver's license, no. Oh, that, yeah. that's... Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> but assuming he had a driver's license and it was like a driver. Yeah, no, he really does not drive. No, not driving. Not no. like, I drive more than he drives. Okay, no. does not have a driver's license. Yeah. <laughs> okay, never mind. Scratch that. I thought maybe they like... probably ask some questions. I thought you'd say like, well, I drive a car more than he would drive the car, so therefore it's in my name. Okay. No, that would not work. You need a driver's license. <laughs> Ooh, so that's expensive. So that's yeah. like $1,000 a month. Yeah, and I kind of hadn't realized it was going to that expensive and you're like uh oh so then I just kind of decided I'd deal with it later yeah and you but you lease the car right yeah yeah so it's a three-year lease three-year lease okay all right so that's a that's a big big number yeah and you pay for that by yourself Mm -hmm. okay so let's talk about the, so where, what's the rent? Because you just moved in, what, about two and a half months ago? Yeah. Three months ago? Yeah. Um, so we're, with the apartment and a storage unit, we're seventeen fifty each. Okay. That's really reasonable considering yeah. what your take home is. Yeah, exactly. So are you paying more really, or less? I'm uh, paying a little bit more, but 
um, like for example, like I, we have washer and dryer in unit now. Okay. Um, so your your lifestyle changed a bit. Yeah. <laughs> We're like now trying to cook at home as opposed to going out all the time. Um, which you know, again, I was like, oh, we're going to save so much money because we cook at home now. And it's, Still not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's figure this out. Okay, so seventeen fifty each is rent, and then now you also have a thousand dollars for the car, mm-hmm. right? So that's twenty seven fifty. And what are your other big expenses? Uh, so my phone's about two hundred a month. Okay. Um, we have like all the internet, TV stuff is about one fifty altogether. So okay, and then electricity is about the same. So nothing huge, I guess, apart from that. Um, but yeah, I do pay off um, the student loan credit card thing. I, I'm trying to do like about a thousand a month on that. Oh, so you that's are okay. Quite a lot yeah, well. that is a lot. Yeah. Okay, so we're between all of that, then we add that all up together. If we add the two hundred for your cable, or no, two hundred is your cell phone, one hundred and fifty for utilities, right? Yeah. And then another one fifty for the cable. Oh no, just one. Oh, what? Just one fifty? Yeah, okay. Because split. Oh, because you're splitting it. Okay, perfect. Well, that. Saves a little right there, right? So then that gets us to you're about three thousand dollars. So you're just about uh, thirty one hundred with your utilities, your cell phone, your car, car insurance, uh, rent. We didn't add in any gas. Oh yeah. Say, I didn't commute though, so it's okay. probably like. Do you pay for parking, or you park on the no, street? No, park okay. on the street. Okay, so probably maybe like a hundred bucks or so for gas because you're not using maximum, it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you have about thirty two. Hundred. So if you think about it, if you get paid every two weeks, thirty four fifty, that's what you take in after your four hundred one k commuting yeah. expenses, healthcare, yeah. and FSA. Yeah. So you have about technically thirty four hundred left, right? But then we take a thousand dollars out of that for the student loan payment, which mm-hmm. is essentially paying off the credit card, and then that brings you down to twenty four fifty. Yeah. So then we, because my boyfriend and I just put everything on that credit card, so each month we pay that off. So I yeah. guess like that's where a lot of it's going. going. Because that's basically like our groceries when we go out to a restaurant, we put it on there. there. Um, so I guess that's what it is, just living. Yeah, so what I was thinking what you could do, yeah, right, just you living your daily yeah. life. I was kind of thinking what you could do instead of, once you get the credit cards paid off, which you will because you're diligent, you're making $1,000 one and then... You could probably suck it up for a month or two and be, I like to call them zero dollar days. Okay. Have you heard of those? No. So, you know, you go grocery shopping and you have food in the house and then you like leave to go to work and you're like, oh, I'm just stopping at a smoothie. Yeah. And <laughs> then you go for lunch and you're like, ah, I brought salad, but I'd really rather go buy a salad. Yeah. And so you let that rot, the Tupperware rot in the fridge at work. <laughs> We're all guilty of like, it. And then like don't even take it home. And then you even don't even take it home. <laughs> <laughs> then you have to buy more Tupperware. Tupperware. Yeah, because you're too embarrassed to be like, that's mine. That's growing the green mold in the fridge. So if you had like a couple of days where you didn't spend any money, because I feel like with New York City, you can walk out the door and spend $100. Mm-hmm. So easily. So easily with an Uber and a smoothie and a coffee and like, whoop. <laughs> There you go. There's your whole budget. If you had a couple of zero dollar days, you could knock off some of the credit cards. Okay. Without like having to make a huge sacrifice, like maybe Tuesdays and Wednesdays, you try not to spend Monday. Okay. Right. I like that idea. Yeah, because yeah. it's. I mean, not a lot's going on in Tuesday, Wednesday. You're doing your regular routine. Yeah. Um, and then I like the idea of still paying the thousand dollars, but you could once you pay that off. You could start saving that thousand dollars in your bank, and then. So the thing is, I then have to make another student loan payment. payment. Yeah. So. so when are they? How does it work? How are they? When are they due? Uh, do they come in batches like that? Yes. Okay. Uh, just because I'm not earning wages over there. Oh. Yeah. So they don't take it out weekly. You just have to make a lump sum payment uh, when they've like done calculating your tax return. But I don't have any 
assets or anything over there. So it's basically me saying I earned zero dollars, but here's what I earned in the United States. Okay. And then they calculate what I would owe on that. Okay. So then maybe then keep doing that. Yeah. Because if you have to make a lump sum. Yeah. And then I would say once, and it seems like you just had a bunch of expenses with the moving. Yeah, exactly. So I would say once you, what's going on with this one? You should be able to knock the 2500 I know, and I've had it I think like it's over the, a year. Oh, really? <laughs> I just, like I pay a little bit down, it gets down to like 1500 and then I just put something on the car. <laughs> you know? I feel like you should try and slaughter that one. Okay. I think you should try and kill it. Sorry, okay. slaughter it. Like, <laughs> I think you should try and kill that one. Okay. I think you could probably, if you had a couple zero dollar days a month, you would probably save 100 bucks a day. Yeah. Give or take. Because yeah. if your leftover is 2400 a month, right, after student loans, you're probably spending like 50 to 100 bucks a day. Probably. Give yeah. or take, depending on the day. Yeah. So if you had a couple, like Tuesday, Wednesday, every month, you tried not to spend anything. Okay. Yeah. And then you could use that money to put towards that and pay yeah. it off. I mean, it makes so much sense. <laughs> it's more about just like sitting down and seeing where your money is going. Mm-hmm. You have really good income. It's just about being like a little bit more strategic where it's going. Yeah. The other thing I would say is I would challenge you to try, once you get rid of the credit cards, I would challenge you to try and increase your 401k. Okay. You're losing a lot to taxes here. Yeah, absolutely. You're getting, yeah. Yeah. You're, lo- you're losing a lot. So I think I will, I think I'd probably put it at like the highest, um, Deductions, is that what you call it? When you, when you, uh, like, z- claiming zero one. You, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So okay. I tend to get, like, a pretty, or at least I did last year, got a pretty decent tax return back. But okay. the year before that, I paid tax, and so then I freaked out, and I, like, moved all my deductions <laughs> so that I wouldn't have to be paying tax. And that seemed to work. Okay. But I got a lot back, so I probably could change that, but I kind of like the idea you know, of getting a lump. I would say when you get the lump, then you should, act, if you still have any credit cards, which I think you could probably knock out before April. Yeah. I would use the, that to pay off all the debt and then increase your emergency fund. Okay. And then what I would do is I would add, I would challenge you to do like 1% more or 2% more in the 401k. I okay. don't think you're going to notice a huge difference. Yeah, in your I'm paycheck. probably not. I don't even know where my money's going. So. Yeah, so at least this way then you have your 401k growing faster. Yeah. And you're not, you're probably, you're probably paying somewhere between 30 and 40% in tax, if not more. Yeah. So if you put $100 in, to the 401k, 100 is going to go into the 401k, you're only going to miss 70 out of your paycheck. Wow, Because okay. of the tax difference. Yeah, that makes sense. Because yeah. it goes in pre-tax. Maybe even more, you might only miss 60 bucks. Because <laughs> you're single in New York City, so, and you're making, you have a good income, so you're losing a lot. So I would say I would do 1% more. Okay. Because you have enough income to manage all, what, all of the expenses that you have. It's just yeah. about deciding, do you want to change your lifestyle a little to pay off the debt, or do you want to just keep... You yeah. know, I know I do. It like kind of stresses me out every so often. I'm like, how come I haven't got this under control? Like, because what's crazy is that my first job in this country was like a third of what I'm earning now, and oh I God. still managed to cope. And now, so I don't feel like I'm in any better position. <laughs> and you're making more money. So yeah. what's really interesting is people make more money. They keep their habits. Um, their lifestyle kind of the same. So before you didn't contribute to the 401k, but now mm-hmm. that you made that, when you got that raise, you didn't say, okay, now I'm going to do 20% of the 401k. You're like, I'm going to do four to get the 4%, which is great, but you could really do 10%. Yeah. Or get to at least 6% because you will max out at a certain point. Okay. But I would take advantage of everything that you had there because you're losing a lot to taxes. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's tax efficient. Okay. Um, yeah, it's interesting because what happens typically when people make more money is they say, okay, well, now I can afford to do all these things I didn't do. And you you probably lived a great lifestyle before anyway. There's some differences. The washer dryer are going to be nice. Yeah. Being able to not worry about it is nice. Mm-hmm. And you, still, you don't have to have the worry because you have good income, but it's now like, okay... Let me be conscious and say, I'm not, I'd really rather get rid of the debt because it'll give me peace of mind. So I'm going to make small tweaks to 
my lifestyle so that I can get rid of the debt and then have more cash. Because then when something comes up, you have the cash, and then you, like, spend the cash and then replace the cash, like yeah. a bank. Yeah. Rather than just being like, oh, put it on the credit card, maybe later. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're going to, you know, I think you're, you're doing, you're doing fine. It's just, I would get rid of the, I would definitely use some of the money to get rid of the credit card. And I would use the zero dollar days. You don't feel like you're making a huge sacrifice. Okay. Or if you look at your budget and I would just figure out where most of the money is going and then do you need to allocate that much. So like if you look at your budget and you, let's say you have roughly 2,400 a month, is there somewhere where you can get 400 back from there or 500 back from there that you don't need? So maybe you look at taxis or Ubers or something and then just Mm -hmm. have like a rule for yourself. Like, okay, I'm not going to spend money on X, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, the and middle then, yeah. of the week or two weeks a month, I don't do it. And then you'll see the difference. Because yeah. you, you know you can do it because you I did know it before. Exactly. And that's what's so frustrating. It's like, oh, why am I, like, I feel like I'm such a brat now, you know? I'm like, oh, I don't want to catch the train. It's late. Like, I'll get an Uber. And, and you can, and you can do it, but you have to just balance a little bit more with where you want to be, which yeah. is where you are today. Because you have really good income. And I would say if you got rid of the credit cards and kept saving, because you're going to knock, you're basically going to be knocking down the student loans every year because you have to, exactly. right? Yeah. So that's an expense that you have that yeah. you, so it's a little bit under $1,000 a month that you're always going to be paying for that. Yeah. But even with that, you still have about 2400 a month to play with. Mm-hmm. So that, I mean, <laughs> think about that. And if you like were on a super strict budget and said $1,000 for food and I'm going to save 1500 a month or $1,000 a month, you could. And you in six months, you could have $6,000 saved. Yeah. I know, and that's why it's so sad. <laughs> no, it's not. It's all about. I mean, it's all about figuring out where you are and like what the goal, what your next goal is. So it sounds like the next goal is to get rid of the credit cards, which you can totally do. And yeah. then what would be the next one from there? I feel like I don't have anything in between this and being like, wow, I should really have a deposit for a house. But it seems kind of silly because I live in New York and I'm not going to be able to afford that. So. I think it's worth saving for it because it might be something it never hurts to work towards the goal, even though, yeah, New York is very expensive and it will be time consuming or it will take a long time to save up for a house deposit, but it's not impossible. (laughs) If we were to sit down and say, and really analyze your spending and see where it goes and figure it out, I think one thing that might hinder it a little bit is the car lease. So maybe that's something you don't renew. Yeah. Because that could sit that's twelve thousand dollars a year. So in three years you could have yeah thirty six thousand dollars saved towards a house deposit. Yeah, it's true. I mean the thinking there was that um, my boyfriend and I, one, we do probably a trip out of New York at least once a month, okay. either for his family or like our friends and stuff and mm-hmm. renting cars in this city it it's just paid. wasn't making sense. Right. The insurance I think was what made me go, Oh, maybe this wasn't the best cheaper than I thought thought. I feel like if insurance was down at around maybe like two fifty. Yeah, but then yeah, then it would be it would give you way yeah. more wiggle room. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Which is why I'm hoping like in a year maybe I can go to another insurance. Yeah, and then and, and then that's extra money. Yeah. But I definitely think you could save I think once you get rid of the credit cards you should use some of that excess money and you could try and do five hundred a month or six hundred a month or depending on what you you have to look at your budget and say, okay, I'm willing to give up this to try and save because you'll probably get raises, right, with work, do you think? Yeah, yeah. Uh, at the moment, it's basically like each year you get a review. Okay. Um, so far, my raises have been pretty decent, uh, not just like the, you know, 4%. Usual 4%, or yeah. Yeah, so they've been pretty decent. I'm not quite sure, like, what the upper cap on it that is, That is, though. right, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting. So that, that'll come around in about February or so. Okay. So if you get a raise... Put half of the raise, whatever the percentage is, or you're going to cap out in the 401k, but put whatever you can before capping out into the 401k. 
because you weren't living on it before. What do you mean capping out? So you can only do, I believe, for 2019, well, we're in 2018 still, but in 2018, I believe your maximum is going to be 18500 Okay. So with your salary, 10% is fourteen twenty right? Okay. So at some point you you'll be able to do. You don't want to go too high. Okay. So the limit for two thousand eighteen is going to be eighteen thousand five hundred that you can contribute of your salary, which works out to be thirteen percent of your. If you were doing a percentage, it's roughly thirteen percent of your gross salary that you could put in. Okay. So it feels it, like a lot. <laughs> it feels like you know, it feels like a lot. But if you get you're saying you get these big bumps with the raises. If you get yeah. a big raise, you could put in depending on what the. Okay. So let's say they give you a twenty thousand dollar raise, you mm -hmm. could put in. Half of that, right? That's ten thousand you didn't have before. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, because <laughs> you weren't living on it. Yeah, and that's an easy way because you were saying how you're making more money, but you feel like you're not saving, saving more. Yeah, that's a really way, good way to do it because okay. then half of it's for today. Yeah, because you earned it, and then half of it's for tomorrow. Okay, and it's not money out of your pocket because you weren't living on it before. Yeah, and I was no, and you'll no way to be able to like no, you can't get to it. Yeah, so you'll <laughs> see it in there, and you'll see your account grow much faster then because not only are now you putting an extra ten thousand in plus your regular contribution, plus your match, yeah. it'll start to snowball. Yes. Okay. So that's what I would do with that. And then I would keep trying to pay off what you have mm -hmm. with the credit cards. And then once that happens, when you get your tax refund in the spring, yep. I would save that. Yep. And then I would start, once you get the credit cards paid off, I would start trying to put an extra $500. And Acorn works really well, right, because it's like, rounds up yeah, everything you for you. You don't even notice you it. Even notice it. Yeah. So I would set up for you, I think the best way for you to do it is to set up an auto savings account where you take out every pay period, you take out like 75 or 100 auto, it auto debits to a savings account that's not in your regular uh, bank. Okay. Just like Acorn. Cool. Yep. I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> and then you, it is out of sight, out of mind. You can always cancel it if you need the money back. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I'm okay. curious, how did you, uh, how did you divvy everything up with when you moved in? That's a question we get all the time. Uh, you mean like the moving expenses? Or the expenses and like rent and sharing and like how did you figure that all out? Yeah, we basically just splitting it down the middle. Um, and when we were, you know, I was paying stuff on my card, he was paying stuff on his card. Neither of us liked to talk about money in that way. So it was kind of getting like a little bit like, all Awkward. right. Well, yeah. So I was like, well, maybe if we just make a, a modern day kitty, basically, um, because the other thing is my credit card has really great benefits on it. Mm -hmm. So I didn't want to move to like a cash lifestyle when I had already seen so many rewards. rewards. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The There's a lot card. of benefits if you use them right. Yeah, so that's why I was like, okay, well, if we just do a joint account on this credit card and we said like, you know, we'll only use it for the things that we do together. So Perfect. it's no longer my like personal day-to-day -day card. It's now the shared card. So like groceries, when we go out for dinner, um, you know, any kind of like household supplies go on there. And then we just like split it at the end of the month. That's perfect. Yeah. And how's that working out? Uh, pretty good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it just makes like means we don't have to think about it. Um, right. Rather than being like, I'm gonna Venmo you for half of this, or yeah, and like that was eight dollars. You owe me four dollars. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of stuff that we just like had no interest in keeping tabs on. But obviously, it adds up. And if one person feels like slighted, paying yeah. more, then it's kind of awkward. So I. We both thought that was a way to just deal with it without having to really talk about it so much. No, I think that's a great idea. And then with the rent, did you, when you were looking for the apartment, did you say we're going to split it or how did you figure that part out? Yeah, so we just decided 50 50. Um, we just, at the moment, there still wasn't really any reason to not do, do it that. 50 50. Um, well, the other thing, the reason I feel like a little not financial is <laughs> we had to pay a broker's fee, but didn't realize until like, 
the day we were signing the lease. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so that was sort of not in our budget. So you had a lot of big expenses. So you had the moving, yeah. the broker fee, and then obviously Wayfair is a furniture company, so to furnish the place, right, it was expensive. Yeah. So exactly. you'll, I think you'll make a full recovery. I mean, you just had a lot of, and you got the car, so you had a lot of big expenses come up. Yeah. I, totally. In the last, you know, three, four months, it's been a lot of just money out, money out, money out. Right. So I'm hoping, you know, like you said, by the end of the year, I can sort of start afresh. Yeah, get the credit cards paid off. And, yeah. Yeah, and then I would I think your biggest thing is if you get that raise to really bump up the 401k because I think what will happen is you'll have the credit cards paid off. You'll now be getting part of the raise in your paycheck, but you'll see that 401k build, so you'll feel like you have more financial security because you're going to see your net worth grow because mm-hmm. it's going to grow much faster in a tax-deferred account for okay. what your situation is. Yeah, I like that idea. probably wouldn't have thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh, all well, these extra money to throw away. <laughs> Yay, Because <laughs> you're just going to lose so much of it. With with your raise, because um, I'm assuming you're going to get a raise, you said that they have in the past and it's been more than the 4%. Um, and even if you don't, you could still work every year and try to increase it 1%. It's very easy. Okay. You're not going to feel a huge bite. Yeah. And I challenge you to try and do that by the end of the year. So do 1% more in the okay. 401k. That gets you to 5 and your company is 4. So you're at 9. Yep. I'd like to get you... 10 a magic number. Can it can be? Oh, I say the magic uh, you're like a, you're, a, you're in magic land. Okay. Let's put it that way. You could still climb higher. You could go to like fifteen or okay. whatever. <laughs> Just because you don't have too much debt, the, the student loans are manageable for what your income is. Yeah. Um, your rent is reasonable, so you have some wiggle room. So that's why I would say maybe you shoot for over ten. Okay. Yeah, because this is the time to save, right? Before you have a family, kids, yeah. and mortgage yeah. and bigger obligations, you have more flexibility with your budget. Yeah, that's true. So what's your bigger, biggest stress with money? I think it's just the where does it all go question. Question. Uh, which even just sitting down now has been really helpful. Just even like understanding, okay, so I have about like 2500 that I need to be accounting for better than I am. Yeah. So I think the key is, and I this comes up every time in the podcast, is people get their paycheck comes in and at the end of the month they're like, how, <laughs> how did this happen? Where did it go? Um, so I think the key is I would lo- I would really sit down and go through and see where all the money is going. So the, one of the last podcasts, she sat down and gave her a budget sheet, which I can give you, and just write down like how much is really going to transportation, how much is really going to entertainment, how much is really going to restaurants. Because mm-hmm. um, when I did my own budget, I was like, I do not want to be spending this much money on transportation. <laughs> like, it's not where I want my money to go. Especially when you can pay like two seventy five for a subway ride. Right. Like, <laughs> It's nice once in a while, fine, but like I would much rather be a little bit more proactive about getting places on time and maybe walking there. Yeah. Because it's nice to be outside and I'm in the city, so I really want to be underground the whole time. <laughs> I could walk a lot of places if I leave earlier. Yeah. And it ended up saving me a lot of money because when I first bought the business, I was really, really strapped and was living on credit, so I didn't want to put anything I didn't have to on a credit card. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think if you sat down and looked at it, you could be like, oh, I'm giving way too much of my, my paycheck to Uber. Mm-hmm. I still am going to use it, but I'm going to try and next month only do half. And then you almost okay. keep track of it in your head because mm-hmm. you're like, okay, I'm really going to do 300 on Uber this month. So Which, Even just 300 on Uber, it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, you'll you'll be shocked when you, do, when you do. Maybe it's not Uber for you. It was for me. It was like Uber and taxis. But everybody, the last person I had was like, yeah, restaurants. I'm sure I'm about the same on the Uber, which is why I'm like, that's crazy when you kind of add up $20 here, $20 there. Like. Yeah, when you look at it, you're like, I would much rather use this for something else. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's where you can be more proactive. And it's like anything else I tell people, you're going to have days where things go wrong and you're like, oh, whatever, I'm going off my budget, I'm not yeah. going to think about it. But when you actually proactively look and say, I would rather have more of my money go towards vacation, which means I'm going to get up a little earlier and 
take the subway or I'm not go- I'm going to bring a lunch and actually eat it mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Yeah. Then you become in control of your financial destiny rather than your life controlling your money, mm-hmm. right? You like make the decision that I'm going to get this paid off, I'm then going to save for a house cuz with your income it's really possible that by your mid 30s you have a good chunk of money saved for a down payment. Yeah, I know. I like I know I should, which is I think that's or my you stressor. Can. You can. Yeah. It's like I know I should be in a better situation than I am. No, and you don't yeah. need to be in a be- it's not that you need to be in a better situation. You just I think sitting down and talking about it is like the first step is like acknowledging like this is what I make, this is where my money's going, and is this where I wanna be? Yeah. So if you know like this isn't where I want to mm-hmm. be, then what do we need to do to get you to the next spot? And you could totally do it. It's just a matter of like where are we allocating, yeah. <laughs> and the zero dollar days help so much because you don't think about it until I really you like that concept. Yeah, I try and do. I still try and do it too. I started it when I worked at Bloomberg my first year because I literally, I think after I paid my rent and my Metro card, and I had to have dry cleaning because I had to wear a suit. Oh gosh. Ugh. I was like, I can't afford this. And the guy next to me is like picking up his shirts. And I think they're like 75 cents a shirt. And I was like, why are mine $3? They're like, oh, they're girl shirts. So we have to hand do them. I'm like, oh, what? Oh, should I be buying men's clothing? So it's cheaper. But I think at the end of the month, like once I accounted for everything, I only had, I think it was $100 a week. Or maybe it was like $250. It was really not a lot. And so I came up with that in my head. I was like, I'm going to have a day where I'm only going to eat whatever is in my house. Because my parents would take me to Sam's Club. Like oh, every once great. in a while, and I had, like, it was the same thing. I was eating, like, plain <laughs> pasta and, like, plain cereal. But, and then I had free food at Bloomberg and free coffee at Bloomberg, but I would have days where it was $0. Like, I used my Metro card, went to work. I had everything free at work. Mm-hmm. Actually, one of the managers once called me out. She was like, is that all you're eating? And I'm like, yeah, whatever you put out, it's free is what I'm eating. Like, Yeah, my just, company has snacks as well, so... You know, the girls on my team and I joke, we're like, oh, company lunch day, company yeah, lunch day, company exactly. shouting his lunch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like eating like chips and like, carrot sticks. Yeah, I had like <laughs> apple and peanut butter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe not the healthiest, but I would like get through the whole day without spending a dollar and you're like, oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Two, so, or, two or three days a week. Yeah. I would challenge you to do that and then increase by 1% the 401k. Mm-hmm. And then you'll get the credit cards wiped out. I think you just had a lot of expenses come up. So you'll get those wiped out by the end of the year with no issue um and then I would say your next goal I would really split the the next raise with yourself with your 401k and you Mm -hmm. and then I would work towards saving for a house you'll increase your emergency fund by doing that but then from there you can work towards saving for a down payment cool yeah well thanks for being on the podcast thanks I hope this is helpful yeah making me realize how how I should be adulting and how I'm not (laughs) hashtag adulting (laughs) we'll wrap with that thanks for listening Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.